0: We continue with the Daily Sports Feed on ESPN Harrisonburg. I am Dave Riggert. It's a pleasure to have you along. It's been a busy, busy time in the Transfer Portal. We talked to Noah Fleischman last week at this time. We're going to talk to him again this week at this time. Normally, this is kind of an in-season thing, but the way college football and college athletics are in general, maybe every week. Hi, Noah. How are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. It's it's. As soon as I stop looking at social media, then all of a sudden I, I get a text from you or a text from somebody else. Hey, did you see what just happened? Uh, no, no, I, I didn't. So I have to get back on, see what happens. Who's, who's committed? Who's got an offer? Who's done this? Who's done that? Um, Bill Snyder sending weird things. I mean, it's um, Twitter's been been pretty wild here. It always is, but the past week and a half, it's been really crazy.
1: Oh, it has. You know, you gotta you gotta be like me. Just be on it 24/7. I think you, you are, aren't you? You are. Uh, yeah, it's fine. My girlfriend thinks that too. She tells me to put my phone down. I'm like, I
0: can't. Yeah, yeah. with my kids and stuff, I've got to. I've got to separate at some at some point sometimes, and so I, I have to once in a while. But it, it's hard. It's hard not to. It is hard not to. But um, just talked to Ryan Hansen on the show. He came on right before you came on. I'm hoping to get Trayvon Jones on as well, but. Um, pretty good weekend for the Dukes. They get Ryan Hansen Saturday night while we're at the basketball game. Then uh, Tyson Lawton, the, the running back from Stony Brook, commits on Sunday. Monday morning, it's Trayvon Jones, the, the corner and defensive back from Elon. They all committed. So seems like a pretty good weekend for the Dukes the last last three days or so.
1: Yeah, I mean, it has been. They got three guys from the portal. I'm kind of surprised there hasn't been a fourth yet today, but maybe later. <laughs> uh,
0: yes, may, Maybe later. You know, what do you make, let, let's talk about each of these three real quick. Ryan Hanson, that serves a, a big need. Obviously with Sam Clark graduating, um, just some depth there with uh, you know Justin Ritters on the roster. But um, boy, a proven guy who was an all-conference kid in the Sun Belt, averaged 44 last year or two years ago. I guess it is now 43-7 this past season, but uh, seems like a pretty talented kid. We got to see him uh, back in Jonesboro a couple months ago.
1: Yeah, I think he punted five times in that game. I mean, he had some good kicks. I mean, he's out there a lot. Um, but, yeah, he's a good punter. I mean, he's going to come in right away and kind of compete for that job. I mean, he's an awesome kind of guy. He's punted in this league, and, you know, I think he's ready for it. He told me, like, I know I talked to him too, and he was talking about, you know, competition is something he, he feeds on, and he competed every year at Arkansas State for the job, and he won every time. Now he can have to compete with Justin Ritter probably, but I think he's ready
0: for it. Tyson Lawton, the running back from uh, Stony Brook. Again, you could use some depth, I think, at running back as well. Obviously, you have Kalon Blackback and, and Latrell Palmer, Solomon Van Horse, Wayne Knight, but you can never have enough really good running backs. And this is a kid that, that has um, – a kind of a, a track record, and heck, he had a great game against James Madison back in 2019 when he scored three touchdowns, had 107, 108 yards uh, against a really, really good defense. So he's a guy. I, I think this is a, a. I think this is a big piece to add depth to this team, and we we talked so much last year about depth, and you can never have enough good running backs. It just they get dinged up and they'll miss a game here and there. But I really like this addition.
1: Yeah, I think it's more of a downhill back, kind of what we saw with Percy this season, rather than, you know, Kaylon, he's more of the shifty guy. And I think, you know, he's a good guy to bring to this room and add that depth. I mean, you can never have too many running backs, as, you know, JMU found out a couple years ago. So, I mean, he's a proven guy. He's got one year left, I believe. And, you know, he's a guy who's done it. And, you know, one thing I've noticed with JMU, and we'll talk about, I guess, with Traylon Jones as well, but, you know, they're going after guys they've seen on the field, just on the other side of things. And
0: Mm -hmm. I think that's something that you should see. That's one thing that I've noticed too is even, even guys they've offered, a lot of guys that they've played. I mean, the Georgia State guys and some other guys in the Sun Belt and, and other places, um, I, I, these guys watch so much film, and it's it's really not even about what they did against you. Sometimes that can certainly be a big factor that, oh, wow, they were really good against us, then uh, <laughs> um, maybe we need somebody like that. But they watch so much film. They, they understand what these guys have done throughout their careers. And, and a, a guy like – Um, Trayvon Jones, who, uh, again, the corner from Elon, who has had a good career couple. He was all conference the last two years in the CA and the third team, um, gives them some veteran, a veteran presence in that young cornerback room. Um, but you're right. I mean, I think they've seen him on film probably numerous times. So they, they kind of know what they're getting.
1: Yeah. You know, a guy like Chris McNady, he watches film probably you know, more than anyone. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, that pays off. And I think, I don't know, I'm going to talk to Trayvon soon and see if, you know, Signetti was involved in his recruitment. Obviously, his freshman year at Elon was Signetti's first year at JMU, but there may have been some overlap there. I'm not sure.
0: Yeah, I was. I'm hoping he he can come on here uh, on the show here in a little bit. But I was going to ask him that too to see if maybe that Signetti and his staff did still recruit him and he he stayed with that commitment to Elon. So again, hopefully we'll find out from Trayvon Jones. But I I like the addition of a, a veteran in that corner room just because they they've got so much youth there.
1: Oh yeah, I mean this is someone who he's a proven guy. I mean, well he's played 38 games, had 185 tackles and like that. He he's a guy who makes things happen. And I think that JMU losing Jordan Swan, making your most experienced corner now a guy in the sophomore season, that might not be the best thing in the world. So, just at least provide depth and kind of have a leadership role in that room. If anything, I mean, they've had freshmen stepped up, and they've got a couple freshmen coming in as well. But I still think a guy like Javon Jones can, you know, really make an impact in the room, whether it's on the field, but also kind of mentoring these younger guys and getting them ready for the future.
0: We're talking with Noah Fleischman from the Daily News Record, talking to some from JMU. Recruiting right now is uh, the, the early signing day. will be next Wednesday, so we're a little over a week away from that where some of these guys can actually sign their name, and um, they're locked in. Everything is, is not binding yet, as we found out last week with Jarvis Green, who is uh, supposedly today likely going to announce either Clemson, Well, he'll likely announce Clemson. That's between Clemson and, and Virginia Tech. But I'm guessing you were not surprised that he did decommit de- de- from James Madison last week.
1: Oh no! I mean, once we saw the Clemson offer come in, it was you know counting the seconds is how long it took him to decommit. And it was the next morning, you know. I think had to you know make the phone call to Kurt Signetti and say, "Hey, like this came up. I think I'm going to take it." And you know, happens in college football all the time. And you know, it's just part of the FBS at this level. I mean, it's going to happen more and more, and people aren't used to, you losing verbal commits. But at this point, you know, when you're when you're identifying guys that are FBS caliber, sometimes they're a late bloomer like he was, and you know, your senior year you go off. and all of a sudden, you know, the bigger teams come in, and that's what happened with Clemson.
0: I feel like that it may happen a little bit more. And again, fans don't want to want to hear about it. They don't want to know that this happens. How could they not stick with their commitment to James Madison? What, what's going on? But I, I think now recruiting a higher level of athlete, getting some stars next to some people's names, you're going to start to get the Clemsons and the Alabamas, and those teams will, will likely jump on board. And um, obviously it's going to be hard for some kids to, to stay with, with a commitment. And it happens way more than people think.
1: Oh, it does, and I think you know. If anything, it shows that this coaching staff knows how to recruit and identify talent earlier than other teams. Other teams mm-hmm. kind of wait and, and see what how these guys do, and they can identify the talent in an earlier year. I mean, they got Green to commit before senior season, where maybe a guy like him, who he wanted to play Clemson the whole time, he could have bet on himself and really, you know, played that way. Except he he took the offer at the time, and and you know, I think that's what shows what this recruit, this staff as a whole can do is they can go identify the talent, recruit, and get them to commit. And I think that's something that's big time. And, and yeah, you're going to lose some top talent, but at the same time, I think it's a, at the same time, you know, I think it's a really big, you know, part of recruiting at the FBS level. You need to identify talent as early as possible and kind of get in there. And I think that, you know, Jarvis Green is probably example number one of that. Obviously fans don't want to see him leave, but at the same time, you know, he's an 18 year old kid. And when you have a life changing opportunity, a dream school comes in. I think it's, it's hard to not let, to not, you know, blame the kid and then just let yeah. him do it. I mean, it's the same thing if, you know, someone took a job somewhere and then a year or two later another job opened up and they wanted that one. So I think all in all, you know, you can't be mad at him. You just move on and you take it as a win in a way. And this coaching staff has kind of identified talent the early year and, and we're able to at least secure him for a little bit.
0: Yeah, and you, you never know what could happen down the road. Maybe things don't work out where he's going. We uh, Obviously, we, we we're talking so much about the transfer portal you you never know. Uh, keep good relationships, and 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 you recruit hard. If it doesn't work out, it it, may, it, it doesn't mean it's going to be the end. So who knows? And it, it opens up a spot too now where they can go get somebody else that, that they're going to kind of target and go after too. And what do you make? Um, a, as you've gone through your spreadsheet and added more names to it, what how many how many are you up to now? Uh, thirty.
1: Four, well, I guess thirty-five because i have never put Ryan Hansen on it. So thirty-five-ish okay. about because there's going to be some guys that don't announce their offers.
0: Yeah, and that's uh, there's probably quite a few that we just we don't even know about that that guys try and keep it. <laughs> they they aren't quite as big into social media as as others, and they'll keep everything kind of private. That most most people want want it out there. That hey, look at look at me, look at look what's going on. But uh, <laughs> any new names that have kind of jumped off at you here lately?
1: I mean, a guy like Antavius Lane from Georgia State, yeah. he entered the portal, I think, yesterday and got an offer from JMU yesterday. He's really good safety. I think that is trying to find another person to bolster that secondary, and I think he's a guy that, that fits. Obviously, he just jumped in the portal, so you don't ex- expect him to really you know, commit right away. Um, a guy like him sticks out. Um, you you talked about some of the Georgia State guys last time, but Thomas Gore again, I mean, mm-hmm. he sticks out every time. But, you know, and Jamal Muhammad, who is a linebacker at Georgia State, who they were in on, but he ended up going to USC, which can't blame him when, no. when LA is calling. But yeah, I think Cam Lane Slane's probably that top target. I mean, all three of those guys you just mentioned are Georgia State guys, but you know, they're in on a wide receiver from Colorado State as well, a defensive back from Iowa, so they're all over the place.
0: Yeah, it, it really is. I mean, it, it's not just it's guys from all over the country. Um, still, a lot of wide receivers—that's for sure.
1: Oh, yeah, they were at, uh, like, you know, 15 or 16 at the time. Some of them have picked their new destinations. I mean, Deuce Watson, a Division two guy, he landed at Tulane. You've got uh, Mikai Jackson, St. Francis, wide receiver, who landed at App State. But, you know, the other St. Francis receiver they offered is uh, Elias Surratt. So maybe they're in on him still. Um, He hasn't landed nearer yet. I and, mean, you know, um, Marquez Cooper, running back from Kent State, is at Ball State now. But other than that, you know, a lot of these guys haven't made a decision yet, and Jamie has had a few of them on campus this weekend, and we saw three of them commit. I know there's a few more that were on campus and enjoyed their visit, and so it might be an interesting time to see if they can you know, land a couple more from this past weekend's visits. I
0: was going to say, it looked like they did have quite a few of the the Portal guys in this past weekend, and all of them seemed to have a pretty good time and, and enjoy what, what they saw and, and what they went through. So um, I, I don't think they're probably done getting some commitments this week. It feels like there could be quite a few more
1: yeah I mean, they had a guy like Dave Cruz Carter on mm-hmm. on campus, so why does he forward him, but he was be right here with his brother, who's in high school yes. and they're from <laughs> Virginia, and they you know he's already got an offer, his brother left the visit with an offer, so I think you know that that's just a good sign and then you know tight end Taylor Thompson from Charlotte was here as well, and his dad had going reviews of the visit on Twitter, so I think you know there's an opportunity to land a couple more transfers out of that recruiting visit, and I think there's one more this weekend before
0: signing day. Yeah, I'm sure there probably is. Again, we're talking with Noah Fleischman from the Daily News Record, talking some James Madison recruiting as the transfer portal obviously uh, has continued to be nuts. They got some commits over the weekend and National Signing Day, the, the first one, the early one, comes up next week on Wednesday. But, you know, do you... They've offered a lot of high school kids lately. You you mentioned uh, the wide receiver they just hand, had in over the weekend. His brother's very young. I think he's like class of twenty five or twenty six, whatever it is. But he's very young. Yeah. Um, but they're offering quite a few high school kids right now too.
1: Yeah, they're they're offering a lot of high school. Between, I mean, they've been on in on some guys are graduating this year still. And I think yeah, you know, mm-hmm. I think we'll see a couple more guys sign maybe in the in the springtime. Um, but then they've been on on the 24s and 25s. And then, yeah, as I said, you know, that guy's brother just finished his freshman year of high school and just left as an offer. So I think that says something, you know, about them trying to identify talent in early an early age. I mean, they're in on another guy. I think the first freshman they offered this year actually it was the same school as Louisa, kind of in Central Virginia. And, you know, he's got offers from Maryland and bigger schools like that. So he had a big time freshman year. And, you know, I think that when you're know, at the FBS level, you I got to jump in on them as early as possible and, and uh, if you like them
0: yeah no question about that. Uh, a lot of 24s have been offered here lately as I look at some guys that say they've gotten offers yeah. and a lot of 24s. so th- that's the one thing about recruiting man. It never stops, the, especially with the portal. I mean that, that's never going to stop, but uh, th- this coaching staff is always looking one, two years down the road to try and fill needs and, and, and <laughs> just make the roster as complete as possible, especially with, with obviously what they're doing right now.
1: Yeah, I don't really think there's an off-season anymore for the no. coaching staff. I think, you know, they're always recruiting. Maybe the, the dead period is when they come in and out. I think that's maybe the only time they actually get break. But even then, they're probably still at least watching film of guys and trying to identify who they want to talk to and, and recruit. So, I mean, I mean, you're at this FBS level. It's, you know, I don't think I think it's a nonstop affair. I mean, that's why they've kind of built this recruiting department. I've seen they've added a couple, like, student workers into it as well. So all hands on deck in recruiting, it looks like, for, for JMU so far.
0: Obviously, this is this is all new to you, too, and this is your first year, although you came about this time a year ago, but and have seen some of the recruiting. But it, it seems like w- with, with Rylan and, and Andrew Burkhead and those guys in the recruiting department, it seems like that has helped a lot, that there's just – jmu's out there more guys are getting more i don't know if it's just i don't know if it's perception usually perception is reality but it just does seem like there's more there's just more about it this year than there has been
1: yeah i mean we've seen the visits on campus there's been a ton of guys here on every game day and, and i think you know at least you know a guy like andrew you know being the director player person at least what he can do is he can identify town at an earlier age and kind of pass along to coaching staff and say hey i like this guy what do you think and I think you know that kind of takes some of the work off the table of the the actual coaching staff and let them focus on the season. But at the same time, when it's out of season, like we are now, I mean, that's just an extra body in the in the office that can look at tape and and identify, and then when they're on campus, you know, you know, help recruit in that case. So I think you know it's it's something that Signetti at, at media day in July really hounded me mm-hmm. on. I was kind of asking you know like what is the next step in the FBS process, and you know, recruiting was kind of at the top of his list. and his, First it was the recruiting department, and then it's recruiting social media graphics and all that. So I think that's kind of the next step we're going to see from them. But, you know, it's been on his mind since at least July. It's probably been on his mind since this announcement came out. Yeah. they were going to make the move. And I think, you know, we're kind of seeing the, the result, at least at the early stages of recruiting. Because Signetti's a guy who at one point was a recruiting coordinator, I think, at Alabama, so he knows how to do it. And now he's kind of just trying to make it his own.
0: Good stuff as always. Keep up to date with uh, Noah on Twitter. He'll keep his spreadsheet up to date and have all the latest news on James Madison recruiting. So Noah, thanks for your time, man. I appreciate it very much. We'll catch up again soon. Yeah, I appreciate it.